Welcome to the Mindset Show. I'm your host Taksh Jindal and each week I'll bring you an inspiring person or a message to help you develop a strong mindset and good habits. Thanks for spending some time with me today and I hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode I will give you some practical tips about how to stop comparing your lives with everyone else and live the life that you actually want. At the end of the episode I will also recommend some really good books that can help you become focused on your goals and make you live a happier life. So let's go back in time and see where did this disease of comparison start? If we go back before the industrial revolution when there were no factories and the education system was very very basic and religion had a very strong hold over our lives. How did the community look back then the wealth separated separation the separation between rich and poor was very very small everyone almost had similar lifestyles the basic educations which the kids got was the religious education and the religious education was more about how to live a life and if they wanted to do something useful in their life they used to go and become an apprentice or do internship if someone wanted to become a carpenter they used to go and work under a carpenter if someone wanted to become a farmer they used to help their father in farming so the society was much simpler compared to the complex scenario today The biggest difference back then was a community driven thinking which the society had everyone in the community used to help each other out because they were binded by the glue of religion they used to help each other out they used to pray together they used to gather for religious ceremonies and it was a very community driven environment and in a community driven environment there's more of helping each other than being jealous of each other people used to love their work more than money people used to enjoy the craft that is why you will see the architectures built during those times. times the painters of those times their artwork still survives and the amount of intricacy and detail and beauty their artwork has it's not replicable in the modern era and this is simply because people used to love what they do they used to love the craft they used to love the art but now coming back to modern time when the industrial revolution came in suddenly the supply increased because now we had better ways of producing things we had better ways of producing rice we had better ways of producing everything now since the supply increased that supply had to be met by the demand so people were supposed to buy those things and to make people buy those things that is where comparison came in that is where people were taught that you are not good enough if you don't buy this new car that you are not good enough if you don't buy this new phone industrial revolution took us into a completely different time where our thinking changed from community driven thinking to individualistic thinking new education systems were built up to teach you that how important you are how special you are and how good you can do for your own life you were taught that you are responsible for your own life that community driven thinking was kicked out of our minds all the religious scriptures all the religion was kicked out of our life religion has its own pros and cons i'm not trying to preach that religion is 100% perfect but the community driven thinking that came out of religion evaporated we started questioning everything we started making more things we started finding happiness in things in community driven society where people used to live in one area for their whole life they used to build deep roots deep roots with their neighbors deep roots with their friends with their families but in industrial revolution to look for jobs people started leaving their deep roots they started going to new cities and in new cities people don't open up with each other because of the ego barrier and what makes them happy in these new cities is the illusion that if they buy a more expensive car or a more expensive phone it will make them happier 
and this individualistic thinking is drilled down into us through our education system and through the advertising models that the companies have and this is where comparison comes in from our education system where you are compared against 30 students for 12 years of your life i'll give you a simple example my brother who is so good with his body he can be so good at sports is being compared with other students for maths and science and his confidence is going down and that is why i'm pushing him more into sports because i know he's built for that thing certain people are built for certain things some people are good at art some people are good at math some people are good at running but since the manufacturing industries needs more engineers it needs more labor that is why everyone is going through that labor producing education system where you are getting compared with your maths results with your science results with everyone else instead of loving the craft you are being taught how to love the end product how to love the things that you will get once you get good marks how to love the things that you will get once you get a good job how to love the things you will get once you get your first salary and this is where comparison keeps growing because once you get the first job you start comparing yourself with people who are higher up than you who are earning more than you instead of enjoying the things you already have you start craving for more things because you're not enjoying your work 90 percent people are working in fields that they don't enjoy i still remember remember in my school when I used to ask my friends in science section what do you want to become which engineering do you want to do all of them used to say whatever the college gives us they never had any interest in choosing the field they wanted to be in their whole life they were only interested in getting a degree and then getting a job and then getting a salary so that they can live a happy life they were looking for happiness in their salaries rather than the work they were doing this is necessary for our economic system if our current economic system keeps people focused on the things rather than the work rather than the things they already have if our current economic system keeps you focused on the new things that they are making that is the only way they can keep the demand up that is the only way they can generate more jobs and give you more things but this system is like cancer it is eating up our environment it is eating up our mental health it is eating up everything that is beautiful and pure and that actually makes us happy now most of the people spend most of their life outside their communities to earn more money and they get separated from major source of love and happiness that is their parents their family childhood friends just because so that they can earn more money and buy more things and this is where comparison is killing everything in our mind from our mental health to our happiness level to our productivity we go to work just for the sake of doing the work just for the sake of getting salary there are hardly five percent people who love actually what they do and they are at the top of their fields if you pick up anyone in even in your office if you will see anyone who's at the top of their game they are there because they love the work they are doing but 95 percent of the people are are there just to get the salary so that they can compare their life with other people so that they can buy more things and they can be feel better about themselves instead of finding happiness in their work so how do we get out of this rat race of comparison and this current economic model and this education model i'll give you three practical steps to do that step number one loving what you do by trying new things so you might be in a job where you don't love what you do you are doing something that you hate doing every day but remember a job is given by a company and a company has a lot of departments and a company has a lot of opportunities it's like a university in itself if you go out and explore different departments in your company if you talk to different people in your company you will definitely find opportunities that will be of interest to you for example for example i'm currently working in an aerospace company and whenever i used to get bored with the work i do i used to go around and ask other 
engineers engineers working on more interesting projects what are they doing and they used to tell me all about their work and then i used to ask them what are the opportunities for help can i come and help you guys in any way and i used to go to my manager and i used to take out one hour every day just to help those guys this used to bring variety into my work this kept me interested in my work similarly after work instead of comparing myself with other people who used to go out clubbing and partying i started questioning my life i started questioning what am i doing with my life and i started looking for things that i'll actually enjoy doing that will give me joy rather than pleasure and i found making youtube videos teaching you guys through youtube videos podcast and instagram really enjoyable experience for me because whatever i used to read i used to feel that this should be shared with the whole world in a more easy and understandable way and this is what i started love doing so go out explore explore opportunities at your workplace explore opportunities when you are not working instead of wasting your time and looking for instant pleasure in consumer products go and find out things that will give you actual joy that will make your soul happy another way of enjoying what you do is by copying your idols okay for example in your office if you have a really inspiring manager or a really inspiring person try to notice details try to notice how they send emails try to notice how they actually tackle problems try to work with them and try to copy their principles like for example in my office my previous manager he was really really good at asking why whatever i used to go and talk to him about anything about the project he used to ask me why are you doing this my answer used to be that because that person gave me and he used to tell me did you you ask that person why did he give you this work it might be that someone else has already done this work and you might be doing the repetition of the same work it wastes your time and company's time so always ask why and he taught me this really important skill of asking why before doing anything that is given to you to see the bigger picture to connect with the bigger picture of actually why are you writing this piece of code because this piece of code moves this part of the engine and this part of the engine does this in the aircraft and that is why it's very very important it gives you a sense of responsibility a sense of how important your work is so try to copy your idols try to find people i do the same thing with my youtube and instagram i have couple of youtube influencers which i really really like i really like their work their storytelling i try to copy them i try to copy their way of talking i try to copy their way of editing i try to imbibe their values in my videos and copying your idol keeps you busy helps you learn new skills and helps you grow in life it will take your mind off from comparison that my fellow employee is earning 5000 rupees more than me how come is that i should go and talk to my manager and get my salary increased as long as you are in this race of comparison but as soon as you get into the love for craft love for the work that you are doing you will always stand out and people will always be attracted to you money will always be attracted to you work will always be attracted to you Tip number 2 reminding yourself about true happiness every day. I watched this TED talk by a Stanford University professor in which they did a very long research about human psychology around happiness and they tracked around hundreds of students all their lives for 70 to 80 years to see what actually made them happy. Some of those students became president, some became really poor, some became very rich and they tried to figure out who were the happiest people amongst them. and the conclusion was the people who were closest to their childhood friends who were closest to their family who didn't lose the bond they had made during their childhood were the happiest people money didn't matter status didn't matter 
Nothing matter, only your social relationship matter. Similarly, there are so many therapies going on to help people come out of depression by making them spend time with nature, making them spend time with animals. So in the end, the real sources of happiness are free and they're always there with you. We just need to remind ourselves about these real sources of happiness. It will help you both personally and professionally. So first, let's talk about how will it help you professionally. Okay, so if you practice gratitude which is reminding yourself the real source of happiness every morning every morning you say thank you to god for three things that you have it could be your eyes it could be the tree in front of you it could be your mom's delicious food okay every day when you remind yourself these three things your brain shifts its focus from comparison to the things you already have in it and it makes you feel fulfilled and happy okay when you find happiness in these simple things and your greed to get more things gets killed then you start working for craft rather than for money this is the difference between people who work for craft and the people who work for money people who work for money are unethical they will try the shortest possible way to get rich in the shortest amount of time whereas people who work for craft will keep working on their craft because they don't want anything from their craft they just love doing it and the only happiness they want are the things they already have they remind themselves that they already have the things that they are happy about and people who work on their craft eventually become more skilled than the people who work for money they become more skilled more valuable for society and in return society rewards them with money so it's a very very interesting paradox people who chase money actually run away from money because they don't work on their skills but people who chase skills and practice gratitude that they are happy with what they have actually get more money in future because they become so skillful at what they do they love their craft so much that the world needs it how will it help you at personal level the first biggest reason it will get you out of the comparison loop comparing yourself with your neighbors with your cousins you will be the happiest person around you will have that aura which will attract other people towards you people would, would want to spend time with you people would want to talk to you more and this will improve your social skills this will improve your social bonding and as we discussed as the ted talk gave us the conclusion that the happiest humans are the people who have the strongest social bonding so practicing gratitude helps you both at the professional level and at personal level i do it every day every morning i meditate for 10 minutes and after finishing my meditation i say thank you for three things to god we used to do this in school as well i don't know if you guys remember in in our primary school and in a, in our play school whenever we used to open our lunch box we used to pray thank you god for the food we eat thank you god for the water we drink and similarly every morning in schools we used to have morning prayers and morning prayers are a way to express gratitude towards the universe towards the god whatever you believe in we used to do all these activities in schools it's just that we never knew the importance of it so practice gratitude every day tip number three read listen and watch simple life stories don't watch toxic positive content where people are getting out of the lamborghini and a quote is saying that i will answer you with my actions don't watch those kind of toxic content content with simple lifestyle read books about people who lived a simple lifestyle steve jobs who created one of the most valuable company in this world he had his house with no furniture there was no furniture in his house there was just a lamp one mattress and few books that he used to read he used to live a simple lifestyle mahatma gandhi when he left this world he left behind his books his glasses and his khaki clothes that he made himself a simple lifestyle abdul kalam ji when he left the world he left behind his bag 
hat his books his glasses and his slippers that's it a simple lifestyle people who lived a simple lifestyle were the people who were able to achieve maximum from their life but people who crave for high lifestyle people who crave for expensive things end up losing their life in maintaining those expensive things if you crave for a car you will see a lot of your time will go in maintaining that car you will have a lot of stress where to park the car make sure that the car doesn't get hit if you buy a more expensive house a bigger house it'll take time for you to maintain that house to clean that house things make you their slave okay the more things you have the more you are slave to those things the more you need to maintain those things the more you need to make sure they work correctly the more you need to make sure they are good as new okay so people with simple lifestyle are the people who are most independent most of their time goes either into learning and implementing as i had told you in my previous podcast as long as you are busy in learning and implementing you will stay away from overthinking negative thoughts comparison your mind will simply be focused towards growth growth of your skills helping the society and making sure you give time to the real sources of happiness which is family nature and your craft so read listen and watch simple stories i will recommend you some youtube channel one of my favorite youtube channel about simple lifestyle is the green renaissance similarly one of my favorite books about simple lifestyle is walden walden even impacted mahatma gandhi a lot one of my favorite podcast about simple lifestyle is the daily stoic that guy is already living a simple lifestyle and he is doing what he loves so i'll quickly summarize the whole podcast so first we talked about why do we compare and the impact of comparison so previously there was a community driven thinking before industrial revolution when religion ruled our lives we used to learn about how to live through religious studies and secondly we used to learn how to work by working under people working with our father working with a carpenter then came the industrial revolution which changed that thinking from community to individual thinking because industrial revolution started producing so many things in short amount of time and to sell those things they had to make you compare yourself with other people so as long as you want more things you will keep comparing yourself with other people okay and the three tips to get out of this comparison loop was first love what you do by looking for craft that you actually enjoy doing in your company or after you finish your office work and copying your idols so that you imbibe their skills their value their way of presenting it will help you grow in your skills in your craft number 2 reminding yourself about the true happiness through gratitude practice gratitude every day it will make you courageous in your professional life as you will be working for your craft rather than working for money because you know true happiness lies with the things you already have and number 3 read listen and watch simple life stories no toxic positivity with rolls royce lamborghinis and big houses and lot of women no toxic positivity read listen and watch simple stories and here are some books that will help you with this journey and will keep you focused on your goals will keep you focused on living a simple life and will help you come out of comparison loop book number 1 infinite game very very good book by simon sinek it tells you how this world is like an infinite game and how people who think in the loop of comparison and competition they never win this game book number 2 walden i told you before about this book one of the best books on living a simple life book number 3 letters from a stoic so these are reflections from a stoic who is banished to an island and he tells you how he lives a simple life and what he thinks about relationships emotions and everything one of my favorite books 
and book number four goodbye things a very therapeutic book that will push you to sell off most of your things and just live with the minimum things you have i've already given away 85 percent of my clothes because of that book and i feel so relaxed because i know what to wear i don't spend time on choosing clothes because i have so less clothes with me now so if you found this podcast helpful don't forget to share it with your family and friends you never know whose life you might change by sharing this podcast and i hope you learned something new from this episode and you will go and implement the things we discussed If you enjoyed this episode and got value out of it then don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review as that review will help me a lot in my podcast journey I will see you in my next episode till then take care and take action